How's it going, everybody? This is Alex Caceres, and you're listening to Story of the Fight. What up? Ramirez is a little frozen. <laughs> can't hear him. You can't hear me now? Now I can. All right. What's going on, man? Hey, you I got a new it. rig. Yeah. I got a new rig. Uh, the, the Dell was going out, so your boy stepped over to the dark side, got himself a, a Mac. Um, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. It's a little different. It's a little different, but it's okay. <laughs> We're here. It's Shout definitely different. Shout out, Tosi. Hey, welcome, everybody, to Story of the Fight. Uh, my name is Romero. That's my boy, Will. In the background, we got Rich the Casual, our producer. Fantastic producer, by the way. It's nice. <laughs> it's it's nice when we have like the the intro music like fading away while we're already like going, you know, instead of just like a bam. You can tell the things rich. You can tell can when do. rich is gone. You can tell the when things rich, is rich gone can do. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, but hey, this is where we talk all things mixed martial arts, uh, especially when you have a weekend like this weekend where you had one fight night twelve. Uh, you had the much anticipated UFC fight night of Holly Holm versus Bueno Silva. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, if this you is know? your first time, yeah, oh yeah, dude, breaking records. If this yeah. is your first time tuning in, please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, it goes a long way. We're trying to reach 3,000 subscribers. Uh, we're at 2,600 right now, I believe. So tell your moms, yeah, like tell your sisters, tell your aunties, tell everybody, tell everybody. <laughs> but yeah, hey, you want to get into it, dude? We got a lot to cover. I think there's 11 fights we're going to cover today. Yeah, so if you're here with us live, um, we're going to cover the UFC event first, uh, a few fights there, and then we're going to switch over to one fight night 12. Uh, if you're not with us live, uh, there's timestamps down below, uh, so you can jump to whatever you want to hear. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we're going to get started with UFC, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll get started with UFC fight night, Holly Holm versus Mayra Bueno Silva. Ooh. Dude, <laughs> your boy busted out the Portuguese accent. <laughs> hey, shout out Tosi, by the way. Always repping Portugal. Always. Always. Yeah, yes. Mayra Bueno Silva versus Holly Holm. Now, again, dude, not too many people hype on this fight. <laughs> you know, uh, I know I was being yeah. facetious earlier saying like, oh, much anticipated. Look, there's no anticipation for this fight. Zero. Okay? Zero <laughs> anticipation for this fight. <laughs> and, you know, if we don't reach 3,000 subscribers, I am blaming this UFC fight night. Because there not too many people searching for it. So yes. let's be real. Uh, that being said, they did fight. They did. They yeah, did fight. And, and Holly did her traditional, you know, it's like we're either going to see one of two things from Holly. It's either going to be her skirting around the outside, just bop, 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 pitter-patter, outpoints you. Or it's going to be the blitz in with a flurry that nothing really lands and clinch you up against the fence and try to just kind of outwork you there on the fence. It's one of those two things. And you know? it was the latter, right? Yeah, it was the latter. And and my mom my mom texted me. She was like, "Who do you think's got this?" And I was like, "Hey, you know, shout out Colleen." Yeah, yeah, shout out mom. Um, she was like, "Who who do you think's gonna win?" And I was like, "Well, it's either gonna be what I just said, basically, or um, when a Silva's gonna have to be able to like cut her off. And if she can, then she probably subs her or or TKOs her. And that's what we got, you know. I mean, Holly's yeah, and- forty, dude. She's she's been doing it forever." 
you know. Here, here's a picture. By the way, if you're only listening through Spotify, Breaker Podcast, Radio Public, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor FM, oh. uh, you are better off joining us on YouTube because uh, our producer puts the pictures up. And right here, you see a picture exactly of what you were talking about, Will. Holly Holm, everybody always talks about her footwork. And look, she has good footwork. Yeah. But when you go through and use that footwork and do the exact same thing over and over and over again, people pick up on that pattern. You know, very yeah. much like a Dominic Cruz. Everybody's like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, Dominic Cruz footwork, you know. But there's so much film on it already. Exactly. Where it hasn't yeah. changed, where people can get the timing down. They, they, they see the pattern, easier to predict. And so after, like you said, the first minute where Mayra Bueno Silva is, is hanging back, and, and then all of a sudden Holly Holm goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she blitzes yeah. in and then backs up. She's like, oh, okay, hey, plan B. That's, that's what we're getting. We're getting that. Plan Holly. B. That's what we're getting. Exactly. Yeah. She clinches her up against the fence. And look, man, Holly Holm is strong, bro. Yeah, very and strong. And she does a very good job. When she clinches people and puts them up against the fence, it's very mm -hmm. hard to break those grips, right? We saw Mayra Bucicilva yeah. having a hard time with that as well. Hey, shout out, Colin. We were just talking about shout it. Out, All good. All good stuff. Uh, <laughs> and so it, it's very easy. And Mayra Silva at that point starts just stalking Holly Holm. After the blitz, mm -hmm. she stalks her down, stalks her down, stalks her down. Holly Holm tries to clinch. She tries to blitz. She avoids it. Stocks her down. Stock, and she was yeah. very particular about when she went. But when she'd go, man, yeah. she would land a big right. She'd land a big left. You know? It was one of those – yeah, the first round was one of those, like, what do you what do you uh, score, right? Volume versus power. It was one of those, like, kind of classic rounds, you know? Give me power. Um, and honestly, you know what? Don't care. <laughs> I don't care who won that first round. Does You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> especially since the fight – since. It, what happened later in the fight like it just doesn't matter i don't even i don't even <laughs> want to have the discussion on it um if it was maybe a more exciting fight i would but um not this one um yeah but round two holly blitzes again clinches her against yeah. the fence yeah. uh when silva did a great job of just slipping she, she kind of got a little bit of distance you know uh a little bit of breathing room slipped the, the arm in got that choke um Holly's kicks are very fun to watch. No, and that's that was one of the notes I put down. I'll give that, that. kick. Go to the body. Go to the yeah. body. Come up top. Because look, she she landed that kick. Yeah. Right. If it was the shin, it might be a different story. Yeah, but and not on the forehead. Slapped right. Slapped her on the, the forehead. Spot. Yeah. Slapped her on the forehead with that foot. But that just showed, like, hey, look at uh, Bueno Silva's left arm. She was ready mm -hmm. to kind of try to use that to shield to the, the body yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And it didn't work because it went to the forehead. But it's there. Use mm -hmm. it. Use it. Use it more. So yeah. It, yeah, it is. But let's be real, man. She's How old is she now? 50. 50. She's 41. It's tough, man. That's a, it's a young person's game, you know? But yeah, she gets yeah. the choke in uh holly has a top before they don't even there has to tap while they're standing right you could tell it was tight the way she yeah. tapped it was like oh man and and dude buena silva is a finisher dude she really is this is this is the best outcome for this division you know if holly yeah. won this they're talking about maybe ronda rousey coming back they probably would have just done holly versus ronda again for the for the title and it's like god but in, instead we, we can kind of move on you know, we can move on from this. Gwena Silva gets the finish. Holly, I'm not sure what's next. Uh, hopefully not another main event. No disrespect. It's just not, we're not there anymore. Um, yeah, 
this was what the division needed was for for Buena Silva to get the finish here. And Buena Silva, uh, she has finished three fights in a row. And look, she's not bad. It's man. a good thing for the division. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. More finishes than I've got. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> it's against Stephanie Yeager, Lena Landsberg, and now a fifty-year-old Holly Holm. Three in a so, row, man. And how cool row. though? How cool to do uh, an arm submission, a leg submission, and now a choke back to back to back. That's pretty sick. Well rounded. That's pretty cool. Well rounded. That is. Uh, so what does she do now? Who does she go up against? She probably fights uh, for the belt. You think so? Probably. It's vacant. You got to do something. Yeah, and this was at one thirty-five, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> I mean, you got Raquel Pennington. Juliana yeah, I guess Pena. Pena versus Pennington is probably what they'll do. But, yeah. you know, Buena Silva was 10. It's just like, why not? She beat number three. She was 10 and fought number three, she, and she subbed her in the second round. It's just, come on. Let's do it. I would rather see Raquel Pennington versus Buena Silva than Juliana Pena in, in the mix at all. Tosi says uh, Juliana Pena versus Raquel Pennington's already in the works. Yeah. And obviously it is. But I forgot. They need to hurry up because I think I predicted uh, Juliana Pena with the belt at the end of the year. So they need to hurry up. <laughs> we can't wait till next year. Okay. Let's make yeah. it happen. All right. Uh, do you have anything else no. on that Let's exciting move on to the real, main event? The people's main event. All right. We had Jack Della Madalena versus Basile Hafez. Uh, JDM. Ooh, I'm just going to go JDM. Jack Della Madalena, yeah. again, one of the best, best names in all of mixed martial yeah. arts. Just rolls off the tongue, you know? Yeah. Uh, but dude, Hafez was this his first fight? I believe it was his uh, short debut. notice debut. Short notice debut. Five Coming days in notice. Ripped. Your boy was yeah. ready, waiting ready in the shadows go. to be called yeah. upon, dude. And he just came out, dude. And, and, uh, and Jack Della was supposed to fight last weekend. Made weight. Fight falls through. Wants. He's like, I want to fight on the next card. And everyone's like, What are you doing? You don't want to cut weight twice. What are you doing? Makes said, weight. Watch me. He said, yeah. Watch me. Yeah, maybe. You could argue it's a little bit of uh, it led to a little bit of, of how he fought. You know, it had an influence on him, maybe. Um, uh, yeah, maybe. But you know what, dude? Dude, but also Still... Hafez. Yeah, 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 yeah. That game. is a gamer. Holy dude, game. shit. Every time, this is what I loved about it. Every time he had Hafez against the fence, yeah. right, instead of moving out laterally, he was like, bite down, swing back, and both of them were landing Big shots, yeah. right? They were cracking each other. And then it's like each of them would crack each other once or twice, and they'd be like, all right, let's both reset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude. Go at it again. I'm like, oh, my God. You could see multiple times throughout this fight when they'd both land on each other, and there's like that half second of like, where am I? Okay, we're back. <laughs> like just both yeah, shake cracking off the cobwebs each other. Quick. Yeah, Jack Della uh, did a, a much better job, though, of, of not just headhunting, right? um oh yeah because man because he's so good when you're up against the cage where he'll just sit there he'll he'll just shoulder faint real quick draw some just a reaction out of you and then it's massive left hook to the body massive left hook up top just ripping up and down um and, and that's so much fun to watch and hafez has a fucking chin on him because he really does he ate shots that jack Della. it's not like he doesn't hit hard that dude puts he people cracks. out he cracks i mean he hit randy brown and randy brown was looking like a giraffe that just got born you know like <laughs> meanwhile hafez is just eating it and clearly exhausted from all the body shots and probably because he's on five days notice um 
but how how great was it seeing i mean look at that punch yeah and i think that was the difference well i think that was the difference in this fight was the the work to the body because even in the third Mm -hmm. round you see all those deposits that he made the first round over and over and over again and start paying dividends right in that third round so Mm -hmm. uh that for me that was the difference maker yeah, hundred percent. Also, the corner work of Jack Della finally telling him stop going for the guillotine on these takedowns. <laughs> like, yeah, and he finally listened in the third round, right? Yeah. Um, when you think though about the the two times of cutting weight, you know that might work yeah. for people like Andrew Tosi. That guy's a maniac, right? <laughs> yeah. Cutting weight all the time. He's fighting twenty times a year. But yeah. shout out, he's got a fight coming up, big one, A one combat. I, I, what, dude, I'm telling you, man, he's just fighting all the time, nonstop. You know, but with uh, JDM on the takedown attempts from Hafez, and I'm not saying that they were in good takedown attempts, you know, uh, he he would push all the way through, but the sprawling from JDM didn't look too good because we've seen him with some takedown defense in the past. Yeah. Uh, But this really looked like he, he just didn't have the strength that he usually does to avoid that takedown. And I think that's where it, it probably impacted a little bit. Yeah, it could be. Uh, shout out Austin uh, joining in. Uh, Austin Joe McCarthy says, hey, hey, tuning in from NH with that New Hampshire, USA. Uh, the one event this weekend was so good. Honestly, every prime card they've had has slapped. Agree 100%. Uh, once Hampshire? we get through a couple of these UFC fights, we'll uh, we'll jump on there. Uh, we'll start talking Maybe about Maybe Northamptons coming in from the... Uh... <laughs> Northamptons, okay. I don't, know. I don't even know that's really a place. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh... <laughs> and shout out Blunder Bub, too. <laughs> uh blood hey, above one, one, one championship discord and and uh we're going to be covering uh the one fight night card as well later on austin so uh definitely uh stick around for that uh yeah. but hey uh props to jack Dell. did did you have it scored for jack della madalena by the end of the fight yeah i thought it was insane that the commentary team was like well, i don't know i don't know and it's like what are we doing second round was a clear jack della i had uh, Hafez winning the first round, Jack Della winning the second round, and then a 10 8 round for the third round for Jack Della. I think where it came was uh, that first round because Hafez had uh, some good um, top control. But mm-hmm. we go back to what did he do? Well, it's, yeah, and that's the first round, right? The second round was the one where Jack Della was like smacking people. You know, he's laying that left hook, he's digging to the body, digging up top, but then he would t- get taken down. But Hafez really couldn't do much on the ground after. And DC, I love DC. I know he's local, all this stuff. Gilroy, shout out. But he's like, he's, he's he loves control so much because when he was fighting, it was such a big deal. And he just kept hammering home how much like, yeah, I mean, Jack Della landed the bigger shots in the, the whole first three minutes of the round. But Hafez does have a minute of control on top where he didn't do anything. And it's yeah. like, DC, come on. We, how many times do we have to go through this? Like, remember, it got so bad at one point where they had to sit the, the commentary team down and go through the score. They had to teach them again. They went through a class on the scoring because they didn't know what they were yeah. talking about. And now we're and back. They, they wouldn't even talk about it. They're like, well, we just went through a class. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah. I mean, it's like CT, you know what I mean? Yeah, CT, that's true. They're going to have to uh, Tosa says, uh, it's crazy how DC and Dom suddenly forget how scoring works. Yeah, exactly. Last week, they were like, what even is a significant strike? And they had to like be explained what th- there's an actual definition of a significant strike. So it's like, if you don't know and you're on commentary, then maybe just don't talk about scoring, you know? Yeah. And uh, again, it's nice having ex fighters on there because when the, yeah. they're in the middle of the fight, I think they do such a good job of explaining 
why mm-hmm. certain things are happening, especially like let's say our producer uh, Richard Casual hops on and as he's listening, he'll understand some of the basics that way, right? Yeah, um, yeah. that's true. But CT, but CT, it's also a real thing. And know, so. and like like Tosi says, there's bias. DC's favors wrestling, and that's fine. But let's not. There's a bunch of people online now saying that Hafez got robbed, and it's like, ah. <laughs> There was a funny part though where he's like, I, I forget what fight it was, and uh, DC goes, "Oh, he's hurt. He's hurt. You could tell he's hurt." And yeah. uh, and Dom says, well, "I can't tell." <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny. So, so funny, funny, man. Yeah. I, you, I actually like Dom, Dom Cruz most night. Is growing on me. He did a good job. The Chelsea Chandler he, fight when when she, she ran. We're not going to cover the fight, but when she sprinted across the cage. And then he was like, "Man, if there was a fence, if there's if the door was open, she'd be out of there." And DC <laughs> was cracking up, dude. Oh man, that's so funny. All right, uh, I, that's all I got on that fight. Props to Jack Della Madalena. Props to Jack Della. He gets the job done. I'd like to see if, like Tozy says, if they book that Brady fight. I'm very, I'm more interested in that fight now than I was before, uh, just because Brady does have good grappling. So be interesting. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's go on to the next one. We're gonna go. Francisco Prado versus Atman Nazatar. Prado, I'm a fan. You know? Super impressive, dude. Super he looks impressive. Like Drew Dober's alter ego or something, you know? Uh Drew but, yeah, South American Drew Dober. Exactly, yeah. South of the border, Drew Dober. Um but man, he is fun to watch. His kick game is very interesting. Uh because you see him immediately start landing that that uh, outside leg kick, and then the first leg kick that azatar threw he checked it hard split open uh azatar's shin sounded nasty too and then immediately goes back with his own and he's like i can kick you but you cannot kick me and i loved it It was such a cool like first 30 seconds that's a statement to make i'm gonna chew up your leg and you better not even try to chew up mine i thought that was so sick after that after he checked that kick did you notice too how um Azatar started switching stances more often. Yeah. And then when his right leg, which was the one that got checked, was mm-hmm. back and he was trying to push off of it to throw the right, yeah. he seemed off balance a little bit. He seemed like he didn't want to put too much pressure on that leg. He was like so, dragging it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. it was it was pretty bad, right? Um yeah. and then uh the, the commentary team did such a good job. Oh, look at compliments for the commentary team. Uh just shit on them. yeah but they did such a good job of saying like hey it really looks like he's trying to set up that spinning elbow well it's okay hold on hold on i'm not gonna give them credit for that i'm not gonna give them credit because why prado throws the spinning back elbow and then immediately after dc's like i think he's trying to set up a spin and it's like no he just spun (laughs) (laughs) and then he did it again and they're like see we called it and it's like you called it after he already did it but they're describing like it, it as he's doing it. They're well, describing it too as he's doing it. Like uh, the second time, at least, where they're like, yeah, "There true. it is again. There it is again." Like they're like, "You see him leaning forward," and I was like, "Yeah, that that is pretty obvious." Because like he yeah. put his arm down and like spin just like a little bit, and be like too far. Well, okay. And then well, you know why? It, it, no, it was the same entry as his uh, as his takedowns. He was shooting takedowns, and the way he was leaning before the shot was the same mm. lean before the spin. So I think Azatar was kind of like, I mean, even on this one, when he leaned in to throw it, Azatar was already, that's why they were so close. And it was such a, almost like uh. an awkward clash is because he was, he was shooting in. Another thing that was funny with the commentary team was halfway through the round, Dom Cruz is like, 
man, Prado is so much fun to watch. You just know he's going to be super exciting. He's just throwing leather, doesn't shoot for takedowns. And he had already shot for three takedowns up at that point. <laughs> and awesome. they were only like two minutes into the round. <laughs> That's but awesome, it was a fun man. fight. It was a very it was. fun fight. And, and he then uh, that spinning elbow. And as a time, right on the just, temple. Dude, and it split him open. He's immediately gushing blood. Um, one of those fights where the stoppage is both early and late. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. Because it does. He, he it drops is. him with the elbow, right? And then mm-hmm. he ends up on top and he's smashing him. And Azatar's got the mummy guard. His eyes are like looking back that way. And My notes say uh, Azatar uh, went straight Brendan Schaub on, yeah, the butt, you know, on the, the ground on his back because he was like kind of like just reaching for the air t- and his eyes were looking out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And uh, Prado was just like, you're not stopping it? Okay. And <laughs> then landing when they did stop Argentina. It, yeah. And when they did stop it is when Azatar kicked him off and like almost seemed like he was maybe back in it. <laughs> well, yeah, because Prado probably woke him up with exactly. one of those shots. You know, yeah. so, uh, yeah, in my book, I, I think it was a little late. Yeah, they, I feel like they should have stopped it before, especially with hindsight, knowing that they did stop it right then. Probably could have stopped it while he was uh, trying to find his corner through the fence. But fun Maybe. fight. Prado is very fun to watch. And uh, and credit to Azatar. He made a good read uh, because Prado was leaning forward like that. The uppercut was there. Um, and, yeah, he was – he the like a minute in, he started landing the uppercut to the body, end of the head, and, and that was a really good read from Azatar. It was a fun fight. I believe Chris yeah. Tyone was uh, the rep on this one, uh, Toasty. Was he? Uh, bu- 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 I don't see it anywhere. Maybe. Yeah, he was. Might have been. Okay, perfect. But that's all, all right. for that fight. All right. We'll move on to the next one. We had uh, Jun Young Park versus Albert Durayev. Iron Turtle. It's the oh, boy. Dude, I love watching this guy fight. He's really so much do. fun. And what a great nickname. I love when fighters fight like their nicknames, you know? Because yeah. in this fight, and it's perfect matchup for Park, uh, because Duraev just throws from the hip, man. He throws super hard. But one of his best weapons when he's orthodox is that left hook, and he'll swing it wide to the body, swing it wide up top. Um, so if you're if you're the Iron Turtle, you just fight behind your shoulder the whole time. And they, it, DC called this out too. He did a good job in this fight because uh, Park was really – he wasn't like – a, a good example of fighting behind your shoulder is uh, Emmett versus Tapuria, where mm. same thing. Emmett throws that wild punch, right? Anybody who yep. throws those big looping punches, you want to fight behind your, your lead shoulder because um, you can roll with it and it'll glance off your shoulder before it hits you and you can really eat it because there were some big shots that looked like Dariah was cracking Park, but really he was just turning in with it and fighting behind his lead shoulder. And sometimes he'd even get hit like down here because he was rolling so well with it. Big fan of Park. I love when he fights guys like this. So much fun. Yeah, man. Uh, Jab was working early. Uh, Dura did have some nice lead hooks in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, You kind of see one right over here uh, Mm -hmm. that Rich just put up. Perfect timing, actually. Uh, Well, you can't fight behind your shoulder when it's coming on that side, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, But in the second round, I was a little concerned because to end the first, uh, Mm -hmm. Park gets him in the guillotine, and you see it on his face. How he's much squeezing. he's squeezing for I was the worried longest too. time. And yeah. I thought, man, he might have just gassed his arms. But yeah, look, again, Rich, perfect timing, man. Uh, it, you just see him squeezing with everything he's got, and right? Close, and I thought man. it was pretty – yeah, I thought it was pretty tight. Until they showed the camera 
of Dura. Of and he like, yeah, looks up at the ref and he just gives a thumbs up. And I'm like, okay, so maybe it yeah. just looks tighter because Park is squeezing with all his yeah. might and you see his face. Uh, yeah. But then the second round, man, Park starts landing some of those big shots, man. Yeah, and Austin says uh, this fight was great. Best Iron Turtles looked so far, in my opinion, and I agree. He looks so good yeah. in this, especially like you said that first round. He really established the jab, and then mm-hmm. in the second, he finally started following up with the two behind the jab because because you get used to just okay, he's just throwing the jab, bam, jab, bam, jab, bam, and then but you're good after the jab, and then he starts following up with the two, and then I mean it, it's perfect. It, it, it just the fundamentals, you know, shoulder roll, jab. And then as you establish the jab, now you start following up with the two. It was just a perfect, perfect game plan from Park. Uh, Toasty saying, uh, Rich, casual fan, but an expert producer. I would have to agree. Yeah. Uh, HLB Comer, what up, HLB Comer? It's been a minute, man. He says, what is up? Who is your favorite Ninja Turtle? Leonardo, dude. You got to go Leonardo. No, no. You know what? No, I'll back up and I'll go Michelangelo, actually. Okay. Was Michelangelo orange? Wow. We're all different. I'm colorblind, man. I have no idea. Shit, right. all, all the Ninja Turtles for you are just exactly the same. You just tell them apart by their weapons or what? <laughs> Rich says Nardo is a nerd. Why do you think I like him? Let's go. <laughs> Toshi goes Donuts. Everyone's giving the different answers. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go Master Splinter, dude. He's not a Ninja Turtle himself, okay. but he held it down. He held it down. He did, he did hold it down. Ninja Shredder, fantastic. Yeah. B-Box Rocksteady. Come on, dude. Yeah. What a great cartoon. I know, so good. And this so is where we go off the rails so easily with one question. <laughs> yeah. Also, Park's dance. One at question the end. is Come all on. it takes. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. All right. Um, that's all I got, I think, on Park. Did you have anything else? Uh, yeah, killer dance moves at the end, but uh, very happy. Oh, that's right. How can you, uh, how can I forget the celebration at the end? Has to be one of my favorite celebrations really I've good. seen in a long time. Yeah, the yeah. slow dance moves, dude, as he's going <laughs> yeah. around his facial. I mean, look at his facial expressions on this picture, dude. I wish we had video. About the finishing of it. sequence either. He had him up against the fence. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Hits him with the right hand, left hook as he's coming back up. As he's looking back up, hits him with that left. There's hook a left hook right there. Folds him. Yeah, just folds him. There's a left hook right there. It was it was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. All right, ready to move on. Let's do it. I we're think we're, this is where we start skipping probably. a few fights. We have uh, Nazim Sadikov versus Terrence McKinney. Yeah, Sadikov coming off the win over the boy Evan Elder. Um, gets Terrence McKinney. This is a great fight. Just like matchup wise, I was like, this is this is one of the fights that most people were looking forward to on this card. They're like one of the few that they're like, at least we have that. Um, but uh, good first round from Terrence McKinney. You know, mm-hmm. really good first round. He cracked him early. Sadikov threw a low kick. He timed it perfectly. And, you know, there it is. Wow, look at that. Damn, Rich is fucking on it today, huh? He's on it today, man. Uh, but that's it. And and they even talked about it, how Terrence McKinney was like, he's not going to see the left hand. I, I hide it really well. And immediately after Dominic Cruz said it, he lands the left hand uh, off the kick. Uh, gets him up against the fence. Awesome back take from Terrence McKinney. Uh, and then just backpacks him for the whole round pretty much fun times that's that seems like the new meta right you just get uh body triangle and then we're good um who put look the i even circle in the I arrow even added in Did circle and an arrow in here bro <laughs> so we can explain what happened here he flans him out he goes for the RNC. second round right second yeah, round second round sadikov cracks him panic shot from terrence mckinney sadikov cheats grabs the fence like three times to defend the takedown and then take his back and then 
here we are. And here we are. So break this one down, Will. Yeah, cause... so basically, so like I said, Terrence McKinney shoots on the takedown. Um, he has the arms wrapped, uh, but it's kind of a little bit of a scramble. Sadikov reaches up, grabs the fence, uh, anchors himself down, stops the takedown. Uh, no nonsense. Apparently, uh, lots of nonsense. He comes in, and he's like, don't grab the fence. He's like, oh, okay. And he flattens his hand on the fence while he's still kind of defending the takedown. And then he's like, you see his fingers go. <laughs> And grab the <laughs> grab the fence more, and then Keith Pearson walks over. He's like trying to pry his hand off, and it's like, "Hey, man, what are we doing here?" And yeah. then by that point, he's already like taking the back. And uh, Terrence McKinney turns to give up his back to try to stand up uh, to get out of that position. But as he's doing that, uh, Sadikov is circling over to the back and completely just locks his arm behind his back. Uh, and it's like, I mean, if you're BJ Penn used to do it a lot, right? Where he would, when he's backpacking somebody, you don't see it nowadays, uh, and you get wrist control, he'd pull that hand down and then trap it with his leg. And then yep. now you have one arm to defend the choke. Uh, Sadikov just kind of got that in the scramble um, where it was tied behind his back and got the choke. And yeah, it was a pretty cool uh, sequence. I just wish it didn't have the fence grab, you know? Yeah. And so I, I want to make sure I put the little circle there in the arrow because uh, when we're talking about <laughs> it and you just kind of see the picture – you don't yeah. really notice it, but then when you really look in closer, you see uh, Terrence McKinney's hand popping out from in between uh, Sadikov's ass because yeah. it's just trapped there. It's stuck. Yeah. And so and even after out. he taps out and Sadikov rolls off, Terrence McKinney kind of rolls over with His like a dead arm. Kinda. Oh, yeah, I was worried. Uh, I'm sure it was twisted so, so bad. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was rough. Steve Mazzagatti back there. Look at him. Paying attention. <laughs> yeah, good guy. Uh, H.O.B. Comer saying McKinney is done. Uh, look, I was By the just way, thinking remember the exact that same thing. After the steamroller KO, this bimbo hurt his own leg jumping down from the cage. This dude is super stupid. <laughs> so check it out. He uh, he comes in, steams through Matt Matt Frivola, steamroller yeah. Frivola, you know. Steamrolls him. Uh, he does. And then he uh, beats Fares Yum. And then he loses to Drew Dober, which, hey. No slouch. And he almost beat him. He almost finished him. He did. That that was a good fight. He beats our boy, Ghost Pepper Gonzalez. And then he loses again to Ismael Bonfim. Now loses to Sadikov. I think that that star that was rising after he came in with all those finishes, uh, he's now been finished three out of his last four fights. Yeah, that's – I mean, he's kill or be killed, you know. He's a glass cannon. And – He's going to be exciting while he's here, but I, I don't think people he's were very sure high on him. He's here for a good time. Yeah, not, not a long time. time. HLB Comer says it was super nasty. Anybody remember that he killed his own knee celebrating? Yeah, it was bad. Rough, rough. All right. Uh, Austin says uh, fence grabs need to be an instant point deduction. No warnings. Honestly, no excuses at this point in the sport. In my opinion, this was a perfect example of a fence Couldn't grab directly more. altering the result. They already Couldn't know the rules. More. They know they're not supposed to grab it. We don't need warnings in fights anymore. We don't need warnings at all for anything, in my opinion. Uh, just don't yeah. do it. Accidents happen, obviously. Like groin strikes happen sometimes. Eye pokes happen sometimes. But at this point, people will be a lot more careful if they just take a point. You know? Yeah. And and to Austin's point, man, like he like he, he went through and tried to pry his fingers off the fence. But at yeah. this point, dude, if look you at the have position to do that, that he's got on him. Reset. 
pull dude, him up and if, be like, dude, bench grab point reset. If you Stand have up. to, if you have to pry the fingers off, it's too, it's too much already. That's too yeah. much. And you, and it's like, okay, if you either he said he was all let go of the fence, you know, and he yeah. starts trying to pry the fingers, and it's like, dude, too late. He's like, hold on, man, I'm taking the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, here, dude, you're interrupting. Yeah. All right, let's that's, move that's on. Let's move on. We'll we be quick had... with this one and uh, graphic content warning. Yes, warning, warning. If you get queasy, you know, just listen and maybe turn away. But we yeah. had Victoria Dudakova versus Estela Nunes. Okay, Dudakova, top tier last name. That's an awesome Dudakova, last name. Dudakova, for sure. And I like the way she spells Victoria, too. <laughs> yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. Uh, Stella Nunes, man, it's a tough go in this one. It's been a tough go for her. Um, when she joined the UFC, uh, she was what four and one. What is she now? No, she was six and one. Uh, she is now six and five since joining the UFC. Well, four straight losses. Yeah, it's tough. Cut after this released. Uh, I don't. Maybe one more because like it's tough to cut someone after this, you know. No, uh, but basically what happens they need they're a cutter. each other out they need a cutter okay if they cut my girl okay you know and they're not gonna cut her i need to talk to somebody and see what happened yeah so i don't know who your girl is but Dukova versus uh jessica, Nunes. jessica who which one uh what's your last name the one with the tattoo your girl you don't even know her last name oh evil eye yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um so yeah, so, so the fight happens. They're kind of feeling each other out. Dudikova shoots for like a, a takedown, ends up on the ankle, and just mm-hmm. rolls it, right? Nunes sits down, posts with her hand, and immediately when she posts, her forearm shoots past her elbow and is immediately screaming. And uh, and it was one of the tougher things to watch in a while. Reminded me of Anderson Silva when he broke his leg and you could hear him screaming. Uh, rich with the uh, graphic image incoming. Uh, here's her arm out of the socket. If anybody wants to see that, Rich wants to go to the yeah. next picture. Uh, so here yeah, that's you her see arm. Dudakova. <laughs> this yeah. is a gasp. <laughs> Dudakova going through, and I love the way she goes for that ankle pick, and it's almost like that it's alligator like, roll, right? Yeah. And then uh, you see the way that the arrow goes down and left. Uh, very similar yeah. <laughs> Nunes arm and it's not supposed to do that a shout out oh. Blunderbuff says uh, I like the way she spells it bro that's just Russian Eastern European yeah okay yeah. still like the way it's spelled okay whether it's <laughs> still like Eastern European or not I still like the way yeah, it's spelled yeah. um, and yes Andrew Tosi it's Jessica Rose Clark that I'm talking about absolutely if she was released they got to release Nunes as well but then uh, when she goes I said evil she... eye like it was Jessica I no not that's Jessica her. evil eye that's not a girl dude what are you talking about but yeah. Uh, look, Colleen man. says, I'm still reeling from that. Dude, it was pretty bad, right? Uh, the, the angle at which she tries to post with all that pressure going over while she's uh, rolling to her left side uh, yeah. w- was pretty bad. And so in the next picture here, uh, you will see a little bit of that that elbow popping out to the side. Yeah, not bad. And she was screaming, man, and it was just loud. And it's at the apex, so there's no crowd to drown out the sound. Uh it's bad. And Omar comes in saying, bro, y'all even had a diagram for the snap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, also, let's see. Uh, hey, Rich, also, I, just sent you, I know we I started the podcast a little late today. And uh, yeah. that's because your boy here was uh, putting arrows and diagrams on pictures. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. So there's the, uh, ax- there's the, uh, the, the mm. x-ray. Um, so from, from when I watched it, I was like, I don't think that's really like a bad break. It reminds me more of Jamal Hill when his elbow got dislocated. Because um, yeah. a broken arm, it's not going to stick out backwards like that. Um, so, yeah, it's not good, though. Can't be fun. But it's not going to be like uh, career altering or anything like that. Maybe psychologically. But that's why you slapped the mat, huh? I mean, after the U.S. releases you're here in a couple of days, I don't think she'll have to worry about getting back in there anytime soon. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. But, yes, uh, I, I like how <laughs> – I like how the camera pans away when she's screaming in pain, uh, but you still, you still hear her hear screaming. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so they pan over to this other angle, and it's just like, uh, uh. And then they show the replay, and it's happening. And once it happens, DC's like, "Could you see it, Dom? Could you see it happen? Could you see it?" And he's like, "Yeah, you can see it." And DC's like, "I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch the replay." Bro, bro, bro. You see the right angle. That's. I, I'm glad you like the analysis, Blunderbub. It's going uh, the wrong way. <laughs> Austin uh, says, uh, "Austin says I've seen like three leg breaks since becoming an MMA fan." Chris Weidman was horrific, but this made me yeah. physically sick the way she was screaming too. Yeah, the screaming is it's a it's another level, right? When you hear the screaming, uh, and that again, that's why it reminded me of Anderson Silva when Anderson Silva broke his leg over uh, uh, that for me was an ass. Chris Weidman's uh, that one you could hear him screaming, and for me. I, when did that happen? It was like 2013 or something like that. So I was I was in high school when that happened. And watching that happen to Anderson Silva live, I was like, if he's screaming, you know it's awful because the guy's a yeah. superhero, you know. Uh, but yeah, that, these things happen to MMA, you know. Spider. Yeah, H.O.B. Yeah. Comer saying, I like the ref telling her it's fine, girl. And she's screaming like the devil <laughs> is faking screaming. her soul. Uh, yeah. Dude, that was, was Tyone also. If I remember yeah. correctly. And uh, look. I'll give this to Chris Tayoni as as a father myself, right? Uh, he goes, he puts his left yeah, hand dude. under her head, cradles her with the other arm, and and looks at her and tries to comfort her. And I was like, look, yeah. Tayoni, I'll give you some respect for that. Trying to comfort her when she's at her, at her worst, you know, yeah. fatherly instincts kicking in for Chris Tanyoni. Props yeah. to you, Props Father Tanyoni. That's what I'm going to call him going forward. Yeah. Papa Tanya? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. And we can move on. Um, the next one is uh, Evan Elder versus uh, Valdez. We can be quick on this one because we're running out of time here. Um, HB Comer says, shouldn't there be doctors? Yeah. I think it was just an immediate reaction. They hadn't gotten in yet. <laughs> so it's the same better father than ref. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I would hope so. Pa- Papa Tanyoni. Yeah. Yeah. I would hope so too. <laughs> If he's if he's worse as a father than he is as a ref, we got some we got some issues. Uh, oh man! But yeah, so Evan Elder versus Valdez. This was a fucking banger. Evan it Elder was. and Valdez. I'll give him credit, dude. He cracks. That dude hits hard as hell. Um, but Evan Elder, I think, was just a little bit more well rounded, right? Like the way he was mixing in his shots compared to Valdez. Valdez was more just like uh, trying to land some big punches. Meanwhile, Evan Elder was you know low kicks, high kicks uh straight punches looping punches like just working all the way up and down the body you could tell he's like a little bit more complete in that way but man yeah. valdez is tough as tough as nails did you notice 
the pattern that Elder picked up on Valdez. Uh, because he did this multiple times. We'd go one, two, three, big jump back. Mm-hmm. And he knew that Valdez, when he was under fire, would try to throw a one-two, uh, like yeah, a wall yeah, one-two yeah. with his I head mean, down. Yeah. So big yeah. jump back, he'd let him throw the one-two and he'd miss. And he'd come back and go, pop, pop. And yeah. he did it over and over and over again. And I thought the timing was beautiful. Uh, you know, uh, I think it was McGregor that said uh, uh, timing beats speed. Right. And yeah, I think that was just one of those things. Yeah. Elder pick up on that, that pattern, man. Well, I don't know mm-hmm. if it was just something that he picked up in the middle of the fight, fight, but yeah. it, it was probably four or five times that I can yeah. remember where he did the exact same thing. Pop, 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 big jump back, yeah. miss, yeah. miss. And then comes back in pop, pop. And then he'd reset. Yeah. It was beautiful, man. Such a good and- uh, performance from Elder. Yeah, and props to uh, Valdez because he was laying that low kick. Did you see Evan Elder's shin by the end of the fight? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. It looked like he yeah. was wearing shin pads. Like, awesome. it was insane. Savage. But, yeah, Savage. I, I can't believe they didn't give the boy that interview. Come on. What are we doing here? Oh, yeah. And they're like, hey, we're a little pressed on time. Dude, it's we're like, talking hey, maybe stop showing minutes. fucking commercials. Huh? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> How about focus on the actual product than your goddamn commercials? No, but that's why they were pressed all the time because they're like, we still have five commercials show before the next fight. Yeah, we can't yeah. afford to give them a. <laughs> it was his first UFC win too. Yeah, how could we? How could we anticipate uh, a fight lasting fifteen minutes? How do we schedule that? <laughs> like, yeah, what yeah. Are and they're we like, doing, hey, we need to show that Navy commercial for the twentieth time. Okay, the US. We need Navy that commercial. ESPN Plus commercial showing trying to make tennis exciting, and it's like. I watched that 20 fucking times last night. Makes me want to blow my brains out. Yeah. Same. All right. Uh, I think that was it. H.O.B. Comer said it was a pretty good card considering what the main event was. You know what? It was fun. They had some fun fights in there. There was four good fights on the card. So, yeah. Four out of 12 is – four out of 13 is not bad. (laughs) Good. Good. Not too bad. In baseball, (laughs) that's actually not too shabby. Four out of 12 in baseball is pretty damn good. You know, so – One for three? That in 300? Yeah, I guess. That's not bad. All right. Blunderbub says, sorry, no interview. We have to show the Jim Vikings snorting protein 40 times. Uh, Austin <laughs> Judd McCarthy. By the way, also good name. Austin Judd McCarthy. And thanks That's for funny. the segue, the setup for the segue. Yeah, he says, this is going to be controversial. Not too controversial, man, because you, you say one pacing is in, infinitely better than UFC, and I have to agree. I mean, I it's not agree. even an argument, right? Whoa, look at the transition. Look at that. <laughs> All right. So now it's time. We're going to cover one fight night, 12 coming through. Dude, uh, what a fun event. And I know for the longest time, Will, your boy here refused to watch one fight. I, we, we talk about this on a regular basis, uh, but I, I'm giving in, man. How can you I'm not, man? In. It's- I know. If you like good fights, you like one. You have to like one. Yeah, HB Comer says, I wonder if Will is a one fan. I know, What's right? Up? Look at it. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> but we had a... Fucking Rich is on it today, bro. <laughs> he is, dude. He is. I don't know what he ate this morning, but I like it. All right. Yeah. We had Superlet versus Kalilov. Dude. Okay. So going into this, you know, Superlet's going to win this fight. It's, he's just so good, you know. Um, but Kalilov is legit. I really like the guy. He puts on fun fights. We saw him got to get a KO over in uh, the Philippines, um, dude. Superlek, 
Did not care. Did not care. What is it? HB Comer says one more logo and you become a NASCAR racer. <laughs> oh, are you switching the hat? He is. He's gonna go one. Oh my god, what is look at this guy? Fuck it, dude. <laughs> go all out. Why not? Go Let's all go out. Fucking all out, huh? He's got the one the lanyard too. What, what what else are you throwing on over there? Do you have one sunglasses or something? Let's get the fucking wristband. The on one now. wristband. Oh my wow. god! <laughs> you imagine this guy? Hey, leave it on, dude. It's already on. Leave anyway. it on. Fuck it. Well. Yeah, just leave it on. Uh, but hey, super life. I continue being impressed. I know that everybody that's watched one or or Muay Thai or kickboxing for a long time, yeah, they already know about super life. For somebody like me, this is probably my fourth or fifth time watching a fight, and every single mm-hmm. time I'm more impressed with this guy. I understand. Uh, the legend of Superlek. Uh, and for me, those deadly elbows and the different angles Ooh. that he that he has on the elbows, the giant step in with the elbow. He'll, he'll come in 12-6. He'll go 6-12. Uh, and it's, then He must have made the read, huh? That, yeah, that, that's, I think. Yeah, <laughs> like coming into me, this fight. <laughs> what did it, though, where I was just like, this guy is next level. He, mm-hmm. like, jumps – and fakes the left uh, kick to the body. Yeah. Very next one, jump, fakes the the right kick to the leg, and then he follows it up with it like a flying elbow. And I was yeah, like, this guy's superhuman. Dude, if if Superleg was in the UFC, he'd be a superstar in the United States. People don't fight like this in the UFC. Like, I mean, just the entire fight, he's just sprinting at Kalov. Kalov just cannot get set. He's trying to get he's trying to throw stuff back to get the respect and and super likes literally like you said just leaping at him throwing fucking hatchets at him with his elbows. I mean it was incredible. And yeah, Rich, we have a we have a video so if Rich wants to play cuz cuz one also lets us play video on our podcast. Hey, shout um, out one. Yeah, so here we go. This is from the fight. I think this is the knockdown and the, and the, the finish. Yeah, I got pretty loud. And the crowd is amazing. Yeah. I mean, God, look at that elbow. elbow in the clinch. And coming out of the clinch, look, leading with the elbow. Yeah, and that's the big one. Good, good stop. Good yeah, stop. I, there were some people who were like, it, it's a little bit too much of an early stoppage. But in my opinion, it seemed like Kalilov was like, that, that last elbow, he kind of just like turned a little bit. And like, that's, we we can't have that, you know, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you, you see it again. Yeah, he just kind of. Just shells up, puts the knee up, like just saying, just please don't hurt me right now. Backing yeah. up. Uh, at least he didn't turn and run, though. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the That's UFC main of, or main card, we had someone literally run across the cage away from somebody. I mean, look at that. That's a really good way to break the high guard. Well, yeah, you know, just exactly. Just step in right? straight up the middle with that elbow. Yeah, I mean, he, he just chopped him up with the elbows. It was incredible. It was just yeah. such a good performance. And, and a lot let's of fun not forget, watch. he just fought like two weeks ago. God, it's crazy, right? But he when just, you uh, when you finish Nabil. when you have fights like this and you don't take that much damage, uh, yeah. Every two weeks, put Dude, me on. Every two weeks, bro. give me a fifty k bonus. I don't mind. Haggerty now, come on! Oh my god, what a fight! Come on, Haggerty versus Superlet. Haggerty, let's, let's do go. it. Sign me up. Yeah. Take my money, or take not? Because money, it's on Prime. It's already paid for. Prime, so. yeah. yeah, I love it. All right. Uh, what's the next one we're going to cover? I believe it was uh, Tonin. Versus yeah, Gassanov. Gary Tonin versus Gasanov, dude. And what a good matchup! The matchmaking on this fight is incredible because Gasanov, at this point, undefeated, right? Thirteen and zero. Very good grappling. Um, mm-hmm. 
and Gary Tonin, obviously, it speaks for himself. Like, if you don't know who Gary Tonin is, like, if you do know who he is, you know he's like a wizard on the ground. So going into this, I was like, man, we're going to see some very fun ground fighting. Um, and sometimes you see like these wrestlers almost nullify uh, jujitsu people, like players off their back, right? Um, and I was like, is he going to be able to stifle Gary Tonin on the ground? Because like if he can, that's like insanely impressive. Um, and he almost did. It looked like he was going to. Um, because immediately Gary Tonin throws some punches to set up a takedown. Gasanov's like, nope, get someone like a like a like a front headlock position, right? Almost like a sprawl position. Mm-hmm. And immediately, because it's one, he starts blasting him in the face with knees. And, Which I love. Yeah. I mean, how could you it not? creates and, urgency? Exactly. And that's exactly what happened. Like, so Tonin ends up having to try to like roll to his hip to try to like pull guard almost, uh, to do something. Um, and, and Gasnov's just blasting him with knees to the face, to the forehead. Um, and, uh, Blunderbub says Tonin had to buy the win with, with several nasty knees. Yeah. So what was very impressive to me was he's getting lit up with these knees in that front headlock position. Um, which actually Rich, we do have a clip for that also. It should be the first Tonin clip. Um, so look at these knees. Tell me you don't want this in, in fighting. Oh, big knee right there as soon as he goes down. Yeah. Another knee. And Tonin's wow. trying. He's trying to get away, right? Yep. And, like, he, he just can't. Here comes another one. Bam. Oh, massive knee. I think that's the one that everybody heard. Yeah. He just slapped his forehead. I mean, look at him swinging his leg back to, to throw that knee. Then he's missing God. the right knee and the left knee. So it makes it hard oh for Tonin to know which, which uh, arm to use. And, I think, yeah. again, because in this position, in the UFC – these fighters get out of this rather quickly. They get back up, right? In this mm-hmm. case, because you're throwing the left knee, the right knee, now Tonin is worried about like, okay, do I just shield with my left or do I try to like block with my right because I don't know exactly when he's coming. So that's yeah. another reason why he's in that position a little bit longer than you're, we're, we're used to seeing because he's yeah. trying to figure out how do I avoid these massive <laughs> knees coming straight to my head, right? So it, it's yeah. good stuff, man. And, and I thought and I thought like, okay, uh, this might be it, right? Because you can't just keep eating those. And eventually, Gary did this. It was so smooth where he kind of got to the to the ropes, and he almost sat like he was going to pull guard from that position. Mm-hmm. Um, but then instead, hit the switch. He had that far side uh, underhook uh, with his left hand, and it allowed him to spin, and then end up taking Gasnov back. And I was like, mm-hmm. "How do you go from just getting blasted with knees to taking his back?" It's just so beautiful to watch. And then he kind of just controlled him for the rest of that round. And um, talk about the momentum changing, you know? Because yeah. For me, that was it. Right in there, we hit hit that little switch. He rolls back, takes his back, mm-hmm. and it just happened like that. Where you're gassing off, you have him in that front headlock position. You're landing these massive yeah. knees, and you feel like I'm in control of I this might fight. Finish this right now. I'm in control <laughs> of this fight, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Shit, he just took my back." Gary Tonin has my back right now. <laughs> yeah. And Gasnov did a good job, right, where he stood up um, and he went over to the turnbuckle and just used the turnbuckle in the corner to just kind of scrape. Tonin off, um, but he pretty much finished the round safely uh, and not eating all those knees. And then they got to the mm-hmm. second round, um, and Tonin immediately starts flying at him with kicks, lands a big straight right, and then immediately shoots on him. They they go down, they get back up, and then Gasnov has him in the corner. I think uh, over under, um, and Tonin just dives on the leg. 
And Tonin, we've seen him get finished from going for leg locks. Tan Lee knocked him out, right, for when he fought for the belt. Um, but he rolls into it, and Gasnov just kind of doesn't care. And he's like, he's not on it. I'm good here. And To the point where the ref calls catch, right, yeah, because he's it's signaling to the judges, like, hey, he has a submission locked in, a submission attempt locked in. And yeah. Gasnov looks and he goes, I'm okay, brother. I'm okay. Yeah. And then Rich Franklin says, "Yeah, but he's not in danger because he's not—he's off center on the on the leg." And immediately after that, you hear Gasanov screaming in pain. <laughs> and uh, yeah, my blunderbub. My favorite part of this match was Rich Franklin convincing everyone Gary didn't have the knee bar <laughs> right before he taps. <laughs> he even can convince Gasanov. Yeah, he probably Gasanov probably heard him. <laughs> yeah, and Rich actually, we have a, another video of that moment uh, with audio. The audio is great for this one. Like Did he good. say I'm very good? Yeah. <laughs> and then scream. Oh, my God. Can we play that again real quick, Rich? Yeah, Solomon calls Cash. It's okay, brother. I'm good. I'm very good. And then... Oh, my God. Dude. Just seconds later. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, Rich. <laughs> Just come on. <laughs> Oh yeah, my god! Fantastic win by Gary Tonin. That's, that's Gasnov's first loss. That was very impressive, and he and he had to yeah. go through adversity to get there. Man, he ate some massive yeah. knees in that first round. Uh, sure. Austin and says, I think that, "That's from that. That's just good, right? We've seen so many cases. If you're ever gonna go all in on a leg lock, it's when you're in that position, okay? Exactly. Because, because you can't get smashed. Your, your opponent can't really reach over. You can't get smashed. They're the ones that are just trying to figure out how do I get out of this, right? Yeah. But like you said, we've seen plenty of times where your opponent's standing, you're curled under, trying to hook the leg lock, and you just have bombs Damn. raining down on you. Yeah, uh, Macy Barber just uh, did it, right? Yeah, such a good job by Tony last night. Yeah, yeah. And Austin says uh, the ground and knees are easily the best rule difference in one. The way they judge their fights is better, too, though, and honestly should be the standard. I agree. Um, let's see. My mom says things can change on a dime. Uh, Austin says, yeah. also, this is the dumbest gamble ever. It's like standing in front of prime Mike Tyson while he throws bombs, just chilling. Yeah. So you, you, you can't go, you gotta be somewhere in the middle, right? Um, because if you freak out when they're on a leg, you're going to make a mistake and they'll capitalize on it. Um, if you sit there and just you're calm, they're going to continue to work until they get it. You have to find some middle ground to escape because if you can't not, you can't just sit there and be like I'm good right now because it's Gary Tonin, John Danaher is in his corner for this fight. Yep. Like he will inch his way until he has the submission if you let him. So like, and you know what? It's it's so sweet too when you think about it because he took the revenge out on those knees that were landing right on his forehead. Takes man. his knee, yeah. How the turns have tabled, he said, and he just grabbed that knee. Have time. Yeah, <laughs> and just made him scream off those exact same knees that he was landing. That's awesome, man. Yeah, uh, HB Comer is asking what's up with his hair. Yeah, he's got alopecia. Um, you can see it even in his beard now. He looks like it looks like my beard. Uh, HB Comer says this is also a Fifty Shades of MMA episode. Yeah, seriously. Uh, there's some uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's some pain involved in this episode. <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, but yeah, very uh, good win for Gary Tonin. Very good win. Uh, do you want to move on to the next one? I think the next one's going to be pretty quick. Next one will be quick. Ali Akbari versus uh, Jointon. Jointon. So, dude, uh, so you see the uh, the weigh-in picture, and at this point, you know, okay, Ali Akbari is just going to go and run right to him because he gives him that little <laughs> pat on the shoulder, like it's going to be okay, buddy. You know what I mean? Like, 
it'll all be over soon. I'll and, make this quick. Don't worry. Yeah, and Joinson, by the way, misspelling his own last name, it's Johnson, <laughs> bro. Okay, so we knew you were going to lose right away. Nobody spells yeah, it yeah. Joinson. So Nobody spells it you're going to lose. All right. Yeah, uh, Ali Akbar going into this, I was like, man, there's there's literally not Dustin's got no chance. He's got no chance here. Ali Akbar is a fantastic wrestler who cracks. And we actually watched this one together, right? Where, uh, uh, I mean, he's just swinging hard. And yeah, Tosi says his manicure was longer than the fight. Yeah, as they're checking him, <laughs> uh, one does their due diligence. He got Olivier Cost over there cl- clipping his fingernails before the fight starts. Yeah, uh, true. But uh, yeah, they go in there and immediately Ali Akbar is just walking him down and just throwing massive punches. We were watching it together. And we were just like, oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Every time he threw a punch. Look at how scary Ali Akbar looks, uh, a.k.a. Yeah. Zangi from Street Fighter. Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. Look at him just throwing those bombs. And every time that any one of those bombs landed, Joinson would react. Yeah. So much, man. And to the point where like right after. He'd like glitch a little bit. Like, yeah. Almost surprised that it was like, oh, that hurt more than I thought it would. And, yeah. it, and then he tried to reset it, and Ali Akbari would just throw another bomb and be like, oh my God, every single time. Yeah. And then Ali Akbari takes him down, right? And uh, gets him in that crucifix position. And at that point, it was like, dude, crucifix is already really hard to get out of. And this guy's like yeah. a top level wrestler. You're not going to get him off of you. And then he just starts pounding him out and eventually gets him to tap due to strikes. Uh, and we have a video of this as well, Rich. If you're uh, again, oh, shout out one for allowing us to do this. I love it. Yeah. The shot after shot. Look at that. Oh, and the tapping. The tapping. Yeah. You have to. What are you gonna do there? Yeah. And you know, so when when I see this, it reminds me of Roy Nelson versus Kimbo Slice. Do you remember where you got him in that crucifix? Oh yeah. The only difference yeah. is that Roy Nelson was tapping Kimbo Slice's forehead and telling the ref, "Look, he's not trying to get out of it, and I'm just landing shot after shot. Stop it." The difference yeah. is Ali Akbari was trying to smash his freaking face through the canvas. Yeah, it was and he, big shots. It, it was big shots. and uh, Got to get that 50K, you know? 50K, baby. There you go. We got it. Earned it. Earned it. Yeah. Austin says, this is honestly the best Ali Akbari's looked for me. If he'd wrestled like this in the first Malakin fight, he may have had a chance. Mm. I honestly, I, I don't know, man, because Malakin, people forget Malakin's a wrestler first as well. Like, his takedown defense is next level, but... I do really want to see uh, the rematch. They, they fought before and, and Malik had knocked him out. Um, but, and this is rare for one. They had Malik in there because Malik cornering like three different guys this, on this card. Uh, Ali Akbari calls him out. They bring him over. They get into a scuffle. And we got to play it because Mitch Chilson is amazing in this video when they get into the scuffle. This video is so funny, especially Mitch at the end. All right. He's like, he's just stuck in between them, dude. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, hey. listen. Hold on, listen to him. It's okay. Your time will Your come. I'm sure that will come. I'm sure that's a match that will be made in the It's okay. Your time will come. 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 Here's 50k, bro. Here's 50k for you. That earned a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> that earned a bonus. That was so good. It really was. Yeah. It was, that, that was great, dude. I love Malikin, dude. Amir Alikbari also is awesome. Uh, like, I, I don't know. Malikin's saying that he wants to go down and fight RDR for his belt now at middleweight. That's cool and all. It would be really cool to see him uh, have three belts. But 
give me Ali Akbari versus Malikin. Give me the rematch. <laughs> was that nervous <laughs> laughter? <laughs> oh man, it might have been. Dude, it might have been, dude. Those guys, two big are boys, huge. Yeah, especially when Mitch gets in the middle, you realize just how big they are. Yeah. Uh, uh dude, awesome though. It was good it was stuff. It was probably the most exciting part of that fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Blunderbub said someone in the in the chat said give the Iranian translator a bonus too. Yeah, he was great. One always has really good <laughs> translators too. Hey, they shout hide, out DL. Hide. Shout out DL. <laughs> Thanks like... for joining us again. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have a few more fights. I think two more fights to cover, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh Yuya Wakamatsu versus uh Shio Wei. Mm-hmm. Dude, and this one they got right after it. As soon as the fight oh, right away. Yeah. Right away. Both of them super aggressive, man. Now, elbows. We're talking about elbows earlier. Like we had Alec Barry that was just landing those bombs, right? Those those punches. Mm-hmm. We had another situation here where it's a tough uh, position for uh, Way, right? Yeah. We have Wakamatsu just landing elbow after. Did you count them? No, but I mean, I mean, how, how can you? Uh, DL says two pit bulls. Wow, dude. So Way has him in on the ropes, right? He throws a high knee. And Wakamatsu just grabs it, and he's like, we're going down now. Puts him in the side control, and then just immediately just starts uncorking these elbows on him and just doesn't stop. And Wade tries to get up, and as he's trying to lean up, he's like, oh, also, check this out. Bam. Ease him with a knee. <laughs> Hit him, like, three knees, and then goes back to the elbows. Uh, and just, I mean, didn't give him a chance. Eventually ends up in full mount and starts throwing just, like, standard ground and pound right. But... I mean, how many strikes did he land within like those thirty seconds? It was incredible. It dude, so it nasty. had to have been probably thirty elbows. Yeah, because it was nonstop, nonstop. And the thing is, the the ref doesn't stop it right away because Way is still kind of trying to he's, he's gain better position. Yeah, he's working, trying to work out of it. Uh, so the entire time he's working though, it's elbow, 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 punch, elbow, yeah. just over Knees. and over again, and <laughs> finally. Uh, the ref's like, all right, I think I think he has enough. He's had yeah, enough. yeah. Uh, Austin but, says, uh, yeah. I love Way's ba- uh, Shallon background. I was rooting for him, but knew he likely uh, or wasn't likely going to win this. Ground guys have been his weakness. Yeah, uh, Blunderbub says this was uh, the match where that guy in the in the chat was screaming about Pride and Rising too. Yeah, that dude is interesting, man. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, we have a, a video of this, uh, Rich. If we don't play let's not let's skip this one uh and we'll go to the because they were in the corner when it happened there was a video that they posted uh from the corner and this is insane okay so this is when uh wakamatsu takes him down yeah catches the knee takes him down immediately massive elbows elbows. i mean just and then right here okay maybe could have been stopped there could have stopped it there probably right uh these are pretty bad uh, and, and then, then right here, okay, fighting for position, trying to get better. Knees position. there, knee, couple of knees. Oh, <laughs> more elbows. Uh, Way's working, right? Gets posted, yep. but elbows. not enough. Punch. Now he's in elbows. mount and he just elbows. starts punching. I mean, God. Yeah, the ref gave him every opportunity in the world, man. Every opportunity May- in the world. Maybe too many opportunities, but. Tosi says thirty-seven elbows. Thirty-seven, at least. <laughs> at least. At least. At least, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, unfortunately, Wakamatsu missed weight for this one, so they he did just not counted. Get him bonus. <laughs> yeah, I just counted. <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's crazy is uh, 
and I do like this is because one gives so many bonuses, right? They, they it's constant. Any, basically, any good fight, you're going to get a bonus. You're going to get fifty grand. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tell him while they're in the ring still in the post fight interview, and in this one he missed weight, and they tell him just so you know, you would have won a bonus here, but you missed weight, so we can't. And it's like, dude, if that's not an incentive to to make weight your next fight, I mean. That's yeah. to just do it right then and there and be like, hey, uh, you just lost 50 grand because you missed weight. Like, that's that's an incentive right there. And you can sure. tell he just wanted out, man. They're trying to interview him, and he's just like, can I just go, dude? Like, yeah, it <laughs> <that> sucks. <laughs> but it man. is what it is. Make weight, you know? All right. Last, we got the fight. last one here. Yeah. Last fight. And I believe we are covering Fernandez versus uh, Fijija. Fijija. Yeah. Oh, Did I pronounce that correctly? Man. Yeah. Oh, nice. And that's that's uh this is what <clears throat> how do you pronounce it? Remember the last I told name? you this Luke is... Luke Japorongtong. Luke Japorongtong. Nailed okay. it. Let's go with that. All right. <laughs> Nailed <laughs> let's, it. Let's go with that. Uh Lara, I watched uh I watched Lara's last fight uh live over in the Philippines. Um she got a Ooh. decision win. Uh but dude, Fajija is Toast says we're not covering the 12 to 6 dick, dick punch. We, I mean, we're already an hour and five minutes in, we can't, but yeah, if you go back and watch the uh Walter fight, who, who was he fighting? Um, why can't I find it because I'm looking at the wrong fucking Banma Georgi thing, yeah, dude. Banma, they're in, <laughs> he's got him stacked in guard and just fucking as, as Walter's trying to throw these up kicks, he just bam. Like punch my mic, just like he punched him right in the dick, <laughs> dude. It was brutal. And Herb Dean's like, "Oh, hold on, hold on." And they, he thought he stopped the fight, and he runs over. He's celebrating on the ropes, and Gonzalez is just on the ground holding his nuts. And they're like, "I did not call the fight off. Like that was just a straight dick punch. It was bad." That's like UFC one type stuff. You know what I mean? Just go straight for the dick Joe punch. Son. Shout out Joe. Yeah, Son, right? yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Pejija. Dude, she started fighting uh, again when she was like ten years old or something like that. Uh, her dad started started a gym because uh, no other gyms would take her, right? So they started their own gym. She has to start by just fighting dudes. She's only fighting boys. Yeah. Um, I forgot what her original nickname is, but it was something like the like the the lady who who uh, fights men or something like that. It was sick, uh, and now she's just the queen. But um, like. She, I think, within her first seventy fights, her first seven or first hundred wins, like seventy of those wins were against men. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, like Jesus. she's just a savage, dude. So look, this is her first fight on a prime card. Um, look at the angle on this picture, too. I know. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, shout out Cyrus for for hooking it up with the media. But um, hey, Cyrus. But, dude, the going into this, I was like, Fernandez is very good, but it's it's another level type thing where. Uh, and immediately you see it. Pachicha hits her, and you could see Lara's like, oh, I don't think I've ever been hit like that. And immediately backs up into the corner. She hits her again, and she's wobbled. And you can see her wobble her way back to the corner, and Pachicha just bam, 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 bam. And she's snapping her head back with a couple of these punches, and eventually Lara just kind of turns away. And Olivia Cost is like, dude, cannot have that. <laughs> and yeah. calls the fight. But what was it, like 40 seconds, something like that? Uh, 26 seconds, if I remember correctly. 
26 seconds, man. It should actually tell us right over here. Somewhere. Oh, Tapology has that, huh? Yeah, 26 seconds. Round one Ooh. of three. Um, so you have Fernandez that's complaining afterwards. And look, I'm going to be honest. Fernandez didn't look too out of it when she was complaining to Olivier Cost. But yeah. you also did not respond to yeah. any of the shots being thrown your way, which in my end shows that you don't have an answer. You don't want to be there. And turning turning away into the corner is is not fighting back, right? That's not defending yourself. Um, so yeah, it was it was quick, but uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to. She wasn't oh, out. Was that out, the fastest woman's KO on one? Shout out Blunderbub. I did not realize that. Fantastic Dude, one knowledge. Adam, women's atom weight Muay Thai, man. Come on, good. Give me more good. of that. Uh, but yeah, we have a clip of this uh, of of the finish here from Pachuja. You can see her cracker here. I think it was a right hand. Yeah, right there. There's a right. A little wobbly. Goes straight back. Arms up in the air. Damn. And then she just starts raining just shots. Just teeing off on her. And then as soon as she turns away like that, she's leaning yeah. outside the ropes. You got to call it. Yeah. Uh, do we have another one that was like um, similar to the uh, the Yuya fight where it was like a corner or like a crowd video or like ringside video, I think, Rich? Yeah. There it is. How sick is this video, huh? Oh, good angle. Good angle. Yeah, as soon as she landed that first Man. strike and you saw her kind of – her legs shake a little bit. Yeah, it was like – And oh, her no. arms go up like not in full guard, but they kind of go up to the side and she like goes yeah. back like saying like, hey, 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 take it easy, huh? Yeah. And, uh, hey, man, we're just getting started. Yeah. <laughs> calm down, calm down. Yeah, yeah what a finish by uh, Petija. Yeah, I'm very excited to see uh, more from her, dude. It's like, yeah, just keep her coming, you know, because she's so good. Like, really, really good. But I think that's all we're going to cover, huh? That, I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, Austin, Austin says, one's uh, Adam Waite MMA division slaps too. Angela Lee's my favorite fighter ever. Hope that whole family can come back strong after the loss. Yeah, it, it sounds like Angela's going to retire. Yeah, that's the last Unfortunately, thing I heard too. But, I mean, I don't, I don't blame her, you know. But, man, she's done so much in women's MMA. Like, But, yeah, the Adam Waite division is really, really good for, for just combat sports in general. And, you know, everyone says, like, the UFC should open it. But, like, who are they going to sign? They're already all signed, you know. We already got yeah. those divisions. They're just not in the UFC. Thank God. All right. Well, uh, you know what I just noticed? <laughs> uh, we didn't do a moment of silence for UFC or bonuses, but it's okay. That's right. Does anyone care about that card? Let's be real here. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Probably, Probably not. not. But what do we have uh, coming up next week? Yeah, next week is uh, let's Aspinall see. versus Tybura. The Aspinall return. Tybura. Tom we got. Uh, I think we got. We can't downplay. See. The ascension that Tom Aspinall was on before his ACL injury. No, that's that's 100% true, man. Uh, we also have A1 Combat, huh? I think that's next weekend. Is it? Tosi? Shout out Tosi. I think it's next weekend. Tosi in the chat. Let's, let us know. Um, we also have uh, LFA 163. We got Landry Ward on the card. Our guy Landry weekend. Ward, man. Friend of the podcast, yeah. LFA. Honestly, I think he's one or two fights away from getting the call oh, to yeah, the UFC. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, dude. Plus, yeah, Tosi says yes, helps. sir. They want combat. It helps that you're in that camp as well in Killcliffe for uh, Oh, Landry. yeah, dude. Just kill it. all the right people. 
Kill you Cliff. Know? And Tosi's got uh, his main event amateur fight at A1 Combat. Uh, Ooh, they do the amateur. They do an amateur card and then they do their pro card. Tosi's got the main event of the amateurs. All right. I think it's for a belt, Tosi, if I'm not mistaken. Did I see that correctly? Uh, but that'll be free on YouTube. Tosi, um, when you meet uh, your AF favorite, tell me, let me know if he's as cool as I've always thought he is. I've always been a huge Raya favorite fan, man. California kid, come on, dude. California kid, come on. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the UFC, we got Tom Asimov versus Marcin Tybura. Uh, co-main event. Meatball Molly. Molly. Yikes, that's a co-main. That's not uh, what you like to see. Nathaniel Wood versus Andre Feely is really good. Muniz versus Paul Craig is going to be awesome as well. Uh, and Tosi says yes for the belt on A1 Combat. Let's go. Ooh, Lerone Murphy versus Koulibau is going to be a banger. That's a great fight. Davey Grant's on there. Jacasey hey, versus Joel Alvarez could be dude. good. If Jacasey isn't isn't D one Jacasey and he goes for his uh, and he goes for a striking fight against Joel Alvarez, that's going to be very fun. Barbarina versus Muradov is going to be fun as well. Yeah, that's a fun D1, card, man. D one Jacasey, so funny. Yeah, there's just different Jacaseys <laughs> out there, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it should be a fun card though. Looks like it's going to be a, a good time. Early start time, huh? In the morning, because it's it? in London, right? Oh, I imagine okay, for yeah. us it's early in London, England. Yeah. All right. Uh, Andrew Tosa saying he was my first fighter I started watching. I think he's talking about Uriah Faber. Hey, dude, he he's really got me excited about MMA. You know, I had watched MMA before that, but dude, uh, WEC Uriah Faber. WEC never died. Come on, dude. Come yeah. on. Um, hey, that's all I got though. Uh, thank you everybody for joining us. What a fun episode, man. This what was a fun very episode. fun episode. We had, had lots of people in the chat. chat. Blunderbub, uh, Colleen, Austin Judd McCarthy, A plus name right there, DL. You know, we had HLB, Omar. the return of HLB Comer, Omar. HLB Comer, Omar. Does DL. it get any funner than this, dude, on an episode? I know. Blunderbub in here. Let's go. Come on, man. All right. But yeah, thank you everybody for joining us. Don't forget, tell your moms, tell your <laughs> friends, tell everybody uh, about story of the fight. We're trying to reach 3,000 subscribers. Uh, you know, and uh, where do they find us? Well, they don't know where to find us. Yeah, it's at Story of the Fight on everything. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, uh, YouTube, Twitch, uh, Threads. Uh, it's a new one. Threads, but yeah, if, if you go that. to story, storyofthefight.com. Have you posted anything on Threads yet? Oh, dude, I'm on there, you know? I've been talking to Chachri on there a couple times, huh? Dang. Shout out Chachri. My boy's got a direct line with Chachri. Chachri replies on Threads. Dang. Hey, well, don't tell everybody because now people are going to be talking. We still want them to only talk to us, you know. Okay. We want that in. We want that in. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, and just so everybody knows, in case you didn't already know, this podcast right here is produced by none other than Mr. Casual, Richard Bustos. There we go. There we go. Right, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another week of Story of the Fight. <laughs>